0: welcome to holistic brain changer podcast i'm your host stephanie i'm so glad you were here in this podcast we are going to talk all things mental health as someone who has struggled with depression and anxiety over the years and also a healthcare professional who has seen the ins and outs of mental health and how it's treated i knew the traditional treatment wasn't for me so i have been determined to dig deep and find holistic ways to treat mental health So follow along as I share tips, tricks, research, and just some real life stuff and situations along the way in hopes you can take control of your own life and discover the best version of yourself. So let's go. Hey, welcome back. So glad you're here. So I apologize if you start hearing my kid crying in the background. I laid her down for a nap and so I have the monitor here. So I'm hoping she stays asleep for a while. Um, but. Just trying to figure out when to record a podcast without my child is trickier than I thought. So, today, though, I wanted to talk about postpartum depression. And kind of a specific example. Um, So, at the time I'm recording this, um, about a month and a half ago, a woman in Massachusetts um, killed her three kids and attempted suicide. So before I get into this, I just want to say I'm not a doctor. I am not giving medical advice. This is just my two cents. Um, I will link the sources that I used in the, um, show notes, but I just wanted to talk about it and kind of give my thoughts on it. And then also how you uh, as a mom can support yourself in postpartum. So I'll give you a little backstory on kind of the whole like situation what happened. So this woman who was on maternity leave still because she was dealing with postpartum depression and psychosis. Um she had three kids, a 5-year-old, a 3-year-old and like a 7th or 8-month-old kid. Um she was a nurse for labor and delivery. So in the medical profession and like I said, she killed her three kids, attempted to commit suicide. Obviously, now she's on trial. Um, But what I wanted to talk about was how the healthcare system failed her. Her family, her kids, her like just everything. So she had postpartum depression and psychosis, which I'm not super familiar with psychosis. But according to her, she kept hearing voices about, like, that were telling her, kill your kids. And she went to go get help multiple times. Been to multiple doctors. She At one point, she even checked herself into a psych hospital. And her husband tried to get her help, like, um, and, like, even he would say, like, someday she'd have good days, someday she'd have bad days, um, but he was there supporting her, and actually, on the day that it happened, her husband said that she was actually having a good day, um, so, she went to get help from multiple doctors, right, from the month of October to January she was put on so that's like four months she was put on 13 one, 3 different psychi- psychiatric medications so some of them including Ambien Soloft, Valium, Prozac if you're not familiar with those they're common drugs um, prescribed for anxiety and depression <clears throat> so Just a little background on those meds. I'm not going to go into full detail. But um, most of those, most side effects to psychiatric drugs include, like, you can get dizziness, um, stuff like that. But on all of them, it says unlikely but can occur suicidal thoughts, hallucinations, worsening depression and anxiety, and mood changes. So, and that's for... I can't say, I'm not going to say all psychiatric meds, but majority of them. And it could be all, but I wasn't going to look up every (laughs) psychiatric med. But the side effects alone, coupled with them mixing together, causing multiple interactions, which an interaction is basically like If there was, you know, an interaction between Ambien and Zoloft, it could affect how one of them works, either lessening the effect or worsening the effect. So you have 13 different psychiatric medications that she is taking that have that have known interactions. I know that for a fact um, because I looked it up and she keeps going back to the doctor and they just keep giving her more medication, keep giving her more medication and I'm not, like, against medication. Like, there is a time and a place, and yes, I understand that it is life-saving for people, and I get it. And if that is where you're at and you need something like that to pull you out from the suicidal um, kind of, like, what you, you know, if you're in a in this time of, like, you want to commit suicide or you're contemplating it, like, then yes, like, if you need to take medication, take medication. Like, I fully support that like because I want you alive and I want you here so but the fact that she just kept getting put on different medications or her medications kept getting switched and they weren't really doing anything else I mean and who knows exactly what they were doing but like 13 medications that is a shit ton of medications pardon my language but if, oh, I don't even like I don't want to sit there and point the finger at the doctors, but at the same time, it is a health is a doctor's job to help people not give them a pill and send them on their way. In my opinion, they failed her. They failed her family, her kids, her husband, like they failed them, period. End of story. And The fact that her husband was there the entire time supporting her, he even forgives her. Like, he realizes what she was going through and that she still wasn't getting the help she needed. And so I just want to put that into perspective because postpartum depression is hard. And I'm sure the psychosis on top of it, and I'm sure she probably had anxiety, too. I, I can't even imagine like what postpartum psychosis is like um, but I mean the fact that you're having voices in your head telling you to kill your kids I I just can't even fathom it um, and then on to the f- and then too like the fact that she went and she herself checked her into checked herself into a psych hospital like she knew something wasn't right and so that's kind of like the story um But I do kind of want to talk about postpartum and supporting yourself in postpartum. And I just want to give a shout out to single parents like you're a freaking hero because I had a good support system and I literally couldn't imagine being a single parent. I, I just I can't even fathom it. So my hat is off to you like you're a strong mother. You know what I mean? Like, you're superhuman. Um, But if you are on the other end of it, you're not, you know, the mom dealing with postpartum, um, be that support system for them. Like, they need you more than they lead on. A lot of the times, people with depression, you know, they put on the front, they act fine. Um, You know, some days are better than others, But, like, a lot of the times, like, especially with me, like, I can put on a front. I can act like I'm fine, but really, like, on the inside, my body is screaming at me. So, be the support system. Like, you see that the dishes need done, do the dishes. Like, hey, you wanna take a shower? I'll take the kid. Like, go shower. It really is. We need you as a support system. And on the other side, my child is awake, of course. Um, on the other side of that, if you're a mom, ask for help, like swallow your pride and ask for help, find that support system, find someone, anyone, um, anyone at all. Um, that can be your support system because you need it. We need it. We all need it. All right, let's try this again. So... And everybody's postpartum journey is going to be different. People can try to prepare you for it, they can try to tell you what it's going to be like, but everybody is going to experience postpartum differently than somebody else. And I think that's really important to remember because, you know, what may happen for you may not happen for me. Like, everybody told me that my baby was going to sleep. Guess what? She's four months old and she still don't sleep. She has never been a sleeper since the day she was born. So, you know, for me, I'm thinking, oh, my baby's going to sleep. And then my baby doesn't sleep. And that's like a slap in the face. But then it's like such a, like a mind F trying to like wrap my head around it and trying to figure out life with a baby that doesn't like to sleep. So just be empathetic towards people that are going through a postpartum journey, even if you don't understand it, because it's difficult and it can be different with every kid. Like If you have multiple kids, like it can be different. So have some grace, have some empathy, but And one thing I do want to say, especially in the first couple days, like when you get home, it is okay to tell people, no, I don't want you over here. I like, I've talked to several moms that have had the same experience, but like your hormones are wrecked. They are jacked. And like, people will say like, oh, you know, mama bear instinct. No, no, no. Like, until you've experienced it. (laughs) I don't think you understand it because when you have your baby, I, I literally, I didn't want anybody holding my baby. I didn't want anybody touching my baby. I didn't want anybody over at my house. I was like, don't even look at my kid. Like it is, it is crazy the way your hormones affect you. And so I just want to remind you, like, it's okay to tell people, no, I don't want you over at my house. Like, I don't want to be bothered because it's not just about the baby. Like, it's about you and how you are feeling mentally, emotionally, physically. Like, I mean, whether or not you have a vaginal birth or a cesarean, like, you are exhausted. You're trying to, like, figure out how to be a new mom or a mom to two kids or three kids or, like, it is just something That is so different and trying to adjust. And then you have people that are like, oh, let me come over. Like, it is overwhelming. So please say no. If you don't want people over, tell them freaking no. Okay? If people do want to come over, tell them they need to bring you a freaking meal. Okay? Because that shit is life changer. Let me tell you. When you're like, I don't want to cook. Oh, sweet. Somebody's bringing me food. So uh, that's a great thing. Like, if you want to come over bring me my family food. Another thing I recommend is if you can get meals in the freezer that are already ready. You just have to warm them up. You know, even you know, your husband's home or your friends over, if you're like, "Hey, can you just pop this in the oven for me?" like it it just makes your life so easy for those first couple of weeks when you're just trying to adjust and you're exhausted. So, if you're a first-time mama, I highly recommend it like a couple months before, even if you have to buy it. um, One thing that somebody mentioned to me, which I think was genius, is when you're making dinner. So I did this at like seven, eight months. When I was making dinner, I would make like almost double and then I would freeze it. So then I had that meal in the freezer, um, you know, and then I wasn't having to cook extra. It was like, I'm already cooking. Let me just double what I'm already cooking. So that was a really great help for me as well. And the bigger the tribe, the better. The more people you can have help you that are there to support you, I think truthfully is amazing. Um, but it also just gives you a break. And for the love of God, sleep when you can truthfully i know people say that but sleep when you can the dishes can wait the laundry can wait the dirty house can wait sleep you need it so like i said my kid doesn't sleep um and the next thing is are you supporting your body are you eating nutrient dense foods or are you eating junk food are you drinking enough water? Are you resting? Or are you thinking that, like, you need to start working out ASAP? I'm here to tell you that you don't need to. Your body is burning a ton of calories, making milk, feeding your baby, if you're breastfeeding, um, not to mention, like, you're just sleep-deprived. So make sure you are eating foods that are giving you energy and not taking away. And water, water, water. If you're breastfeeding, stay hydrated. That is what helps with your milk supply. And also, like, you're freaking thirsty. Like, I literally would remembered, like, the very beginning of the first couple weeks, like, I would drink water and breastfeed at the same time. Like, I was just so thirsty. And another thing you know what is best for baby. Like it is your motherly instinct, you know. So people love to give you advice, unsolicited advice at that. Just thank you. Tell them thank you. But you are doing what's best for baby and you know what's best for them. It is just your instinct. And you know, if you need help, obviously reach out, but know that, you know best, because every baby is different. Hence my baby that doesn't sleep. And try to limit your stress. Again, I know, as moms, we tend to get overwhelmed when we're, you know, or see our sink full of dishes, or our floor is dirty, or the laundry's not done. Or, you know, you're worried about finances, but that is where you ask for help have people help. And if you're like me and you're super, super like, please don't do my dishes. Cause you're not doing them right. Have somebody come over and hold your baby right. Or, or whatever. And if you do the dishes, but for me, I had to get over the, like, you're doing it wrong. And just like walk away from my husband doing the dishes because he was doing them. And, you know, they weren't up to my standards, but I was like, I don't have to do them. I'm tired. I'm just going to let him do it. And so asking for help. Another thing that will feed into your anxiety, do not Google everything. (laughs) I know if you're up feeding your baby a lot in your, you know, middle of the night, like Go shop on Amazon, okay? But do not Google everything because you will go down this downward spiral and then you're like, before you know it, you're like, where am I even at? So, you know, if it's something serious, obviously, you know, look it up, see, but do not Google everything. And I just can't reiterate enough that everyone's experience is different if you have multiple kids, you are probably aware that every single kid was different. So please do not look at other people's, you know, situations or, you know, where they're at or where their babies at because you're not the same and you're not going to be the same. You know, I see people that, you know, their babies are sleeping through the night and my daughter is four months old and she is still up every three to four hours, like, doesn't want to sleep by herself like it is really hard because I see other people they're like oh my baby sleeps through the night and she they sleep in their you know their crib or their bassinet and I'm like oh oh, that'd be cool that'd be it's a dream come true (laughs) so just remember that your experience is going to be different and some other things that I did that also helped was get a good book to read um, when you're breastfeeding up breastfeeding like you're gonna probably be on your phone a lot but if you can get a good book to read um that can help because too you're probably gonna get sucked into social media and we all know how that goes and how it affects your brain and how it just affects you mentally so find a good book to read also journal or meditate um journaling has been very beneficial for me personally um just being able to get my thoughts out on paper and it's a good stress reliever too and one thing i want to leave you with and every mom or dad doesn't matter do not feel guilty for resting and doing nothing. I know people say that, but don't feel guilty. You are tired. You need to rest and enjoy that little freaking nugget. Like I know people say they're only little ones, but they really are. And it's so crazy to think like how quickly they change and you really don't get that time back. And I mean, I'm not sorry for binge watching multiple television shows, but I also, I hung on my daughter and I really didn't feel bad for not doing the dishes and resting and listening to my body because at the end of the day, I think it helped with my postpartum depression because I really have felt good since, um, having my, my baby. Like I was so worried about having postpartum depression, um, but I really have felt good for the most part there's my kid again. But I just remember you're doing amazing mama or dads. You're both doing amazing. Enjoy your baby, but support yourself, ask for help, get a support system. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in. If you loved this episode or just felt like you could relate, I would love it if you shared it to your social media and tagged me at coachstuff underscore M so I can thank you. And remember, if you change your mind, you can change your life.